听，鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转，听爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失，听跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎您来到轻松调频美文阅读 ，More to Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文，学英语。今天让我们一起来听美国作家埃德加·赖斯·巴勒斯的一句话，法国浪漫主义诗人阿尔弗雷德·德缪塞的一首诗歌《Sorrow》，哀愁，以及由中国北宋著名文学家苏轼创作的《赤壁赋》。First visit to the Red Cliff。More to read. 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. 如果你写一个故事，它可能很糟糕；但如果你写一百个故事，你便拥有更有力的胜算。埃德加·赖斯·巴勒斯。埃德加·赖斯·巴勒斯出生于1875年。1950年去世，美国作家，在美国文学史上，他的地位虽然不高，但是他的《人猿泰山》长篇系列小说却可以称得上是经典之作。自问世以来，可以说一直都经久不衰，深受广大读者喜爱。巴勒斯于20世纪初开始写作，除了写《人猿泰山》系列之外，还著有《火星》等系列科幻小说。其文风观点介于乐观与悲观之间，作品兼有科幻冒险的成分，至今仍脍炙人口。If you write one story, it may be bad. If you write a hundred, you have the odds in your favor. Edgar Rice Burroughs. 如果你写一个故事，它可能很糟糕；但如果你写一百个故事，你便拥有了更有力的胜算。埃德加·赖斯·巴勒斯。您正在收听的是轻松调频美文阅读《More to Read》，下面。让我们一起走进诗歌的世界。More to read. 闭上双眼，静静聆听，敞开心扉，慢慢品味。Poem of the day. 
When I knew truth, I thought she was a friend. When I understood and felt her, I was already disgusted by her. Although she is eternal, and those who did without her on this earth didn't understand anything. God is speaking. We must answer him. The only good I still have in this world is to have cried sometime. Ai 可是他却永远长存刚才听到的这首诗歌《Sorrow》《哀愁》出自法国诗人阿尔弗雷德·德·缪塞 长诗罗拉诗句久悲与嘴唇等，缪塞从小热爱文学，十四岁开始写诗，一八三零年，也就是他二十岁时，出版了第一本诗集《西班牙和意大利的故事》，震动了法国诗坛。缪塞一生只活
I thought she was a friend. When I understood and felt her, I was already disgusted by her. Although she is eternal, and those who did without her on this earth didn't understand anything. God is speaking. We must answer him. The only good I still have in this world is to have cried sometime. Ai 可是他却永远长存，对他不加理会的人，在世间就完全愚昧。上帝垂询，必须禀告。我留有的唯一至宝，乃是有时流过眼泪。可能永远无法解释为何有些事物会对我们有意义或者有怎样的意义但至少可以断定凡是有意义的东西必定要经过培育必须保存起来待到需要的时候再派上用场音乐和文学不一定在当下带给我愉悦却成了我放在那里的东
在中国文学史上有着很高的文学地位，并对之后的赋、散文、诗都产生了重大影响。那么接下来呢，我们就一起来读一下这篇赋的中英文版本。英文版本由著名翻译家杨宪义、戴乃蝶夫妇翻译。《赤壁赋》，苏轼，《First Visit to the Red Cliff》，by 苏轼。壬戌之秋，七月既望，苏子与客泛舟，游于赤壁之下。清风徐来，水波不兴。举酒煮客，诵明月之诗，歌窈窕之章。In the autumn of the year Renshu, at the time of the full moon in the seventh month. I went by boat with some friends to the red cliff. There was a fresh, gentle breeze, but the water was unruffled. I raised my wine cup to drink to my friends, and we chanted the poem on the bright moon, singing the stanza about the fair maid. 少烟，月出于东山之上，徘徊于斗牛之间。白露横江，水光接天。纵一苇之所如，凌万顷之茫然。浩浩乎如平虚欲风，而不知其所指；飘飘乎如一世独立，羽化而登仙。Soon the moon rose above the eastern mountain. Hovering between the dipper and the cowherd, the river stretched wide, sparkling as if with dew, its glimmering water merging with the sky. We let our craft drift over the boundless expanse of water, feeling as free as if we were riding the wind bound for some unknown destination, as light as if we had left the human world and become winged immortals. 于是，饮酒乐甚，叩弦而歌之。歌曰：“归棹兮兰桨，几空明兮素流光。渺渺兮余怀，望美人兮天一方。” Drinking, we became very merry, and we sang a song, beating time on the side of the boat. This was the song. Our rudder and oars, redolent of cassia and orchids, strike the moon's reflection, cleaving the glimmering water. But my heart is far away, longing for my dear one under a different sky. 客有吹动箫者，以歌而和之，其声。呜呜然，如怨如慕，如泣如诉，余音袅袅，不觉如缕。吾忧壑之前郊，泣孤舟之离父。One friend who was a good flutist played an accompaniment to this song. The notes rang out nostalgic, mournful, and plaintive. Trailing on and on like a thread of gossamer, arousing the serpents lurking in dark caverns, drawing tears from a widow in her lonely boat.
，苏子悄然，正襟危坐而问客曰：“何谓其然也？”客曰：“月明星稀，乌鹊南飞，此非曹孟德之诗乎？”西望夏口，东望武昌，山川相了，郁乎苍苍。此非孟德之困于周郎者乎？方其破荆州，下江陵，顺流而东也，竹庐千里，旌旗蔽空，诗酒临江，横槊赋诗，故一世之雄也。而今安在哉 ？Sad at heart, I sat up straight to ask my friend why the music was so mournful. He replied, "Didn't Cao Cao describe a scene like this in his poem? The moon is bright, the stars are scattered, the crows fly south, and isn't this the place where he was defeated by Zhou Yu? See how the mountains and streams intertwine, and how darkly imposing there was Shaqo to the west and Wu Chang to the east. When Cao Cao took Jingzhou by storm and conquered Jiangling." Then advanced eastward along the river, his battleships stretched for a thousand li, his armies' pennons and banners filled the sky. When he offered a libation of wine on the river and lands in hand, chanted his poem, he was the hero of his times. But where is he now? Quang Wu Yu Zi, Yu Qiao Yu Jiang Zhu Zhi Shang, Lü Yu Xia, Er You Mi Lu. 假一叶之扁舟，举袍尊以相主，寄浮游于天地，渺沧海之一粟。哀无声之须臾，献长江之无穷，携飞仙以遨游，报明月而长终。知不可乎骤得，托以享于悲风。We are mere fishermen and woodcutters, keeping company with fish and prawns and befriending deer. We sail our skiff, frail as a leaf, and toast each other by drinking wine from a gourd. We're nothing but insects who live in this world but one day, mere specks of grain in the vastness of the ocean. I am grieved because our life is so transient. And envy the mighty river which flows on forever. I long to clasp wind fairies and roam freely, or to embrace the bright moon for all eternity. But knowing that this cannot be attained at once, I give vent to my feelings in these notes, which pass with the sad breeze. Su Zi 曰：“客亦知夫水与月乎？逝者如斯。”而未尝往也，盈虚者如彼，而足莫消长也。盖将自其变者而观之，则天地曾不能以一瞬；自其不变者而观之，则物与我皆无尽也，而又何限乎 ？Then I asked him, "Have you considered the water and the moon?" Water flows away, but is never lost. The moon waxes and wanes, but neither increases nor diminishes. If you look at its changing aspects, 
the universe passes in the twinkling of an eye. But if you look at its changeless aspects, all creatures, including ourselves, are imperishable. What reason have you to envy other things? 且夫天地之间，物各有主，苟非吾之所有，虽一毫而莫取。唯江上之清风，与山间之明月，尔得之而为生，沐浴之而成色，取之无尽，用之不竭，使造物者之无尽藏也。而无与子之所共事。Besides, everything in this universe has its owner, and if it does not belong to me, not a tiny speck can I take. The sole exceptions are the cool breeze on the river, the bright moon over the hills. These serve as music to our ears, as color to our eyes. These we can take freely and enjoy forever. These are inexhaustible treasures supplied by the Creator, and things in which we can delight together. 客喜而笑，喜展耕卓，遥合寂静，杯盘狼藉。相与枕藉乎舟中，不知东方之际白。My friend was pleased and laughed. Then we rinsed our cups and filled them with wine again. When we had finished the dishes, and cups and plates lay about us in disorder, we stretched out in the boat, and did not notice the coming of dawn in the east. First visit to the Red Cliff. By Su Shi. In the autumn of the year Renshu, at the time of the full moon in the seventh month, I went by boat with some friends to the red cliff. There was a fresh, gentle breeze, but the water was unruffled. I raised my wine cup to drink to my friends, and we chanted the poem on the bright moon, singing the stanza about the fair maid. Soon the moon rose above the eastern mountain, hovering between the dipper and the cowherd. The river stretched wide, sparkling as if with dew, its glimmering water merging with the sky. We let our craft drift over the boundless expanse of water, feeling as free as if we were riding the wind bound for some unknown destination. As light as if we had left the human world and become winged immortals. Drinking, we became very merry, and we sang a song, beating time on the side of the boat. This was the song: Our rudder and oars, redolent of cassia and orchids, strike the moon's reflection, cleaving the glimmering water. But my heart. Is far away, longing for my dear one under a different sky. One friend who was a good flutist played an accompaniment to this song. The notes rang out nostalgic, mournful, and plaintive, trailing on and on like a thread of gossamer, 
arousing the serpents lurking in dark caverns, drawing tears from a widow in her lonely boat. Sad at heart, I sat up straight to ask my friend why the music was so mournful. He replied, Didn't Cao Cao describe a scene like this in his poem? The moon is bright, the stars are scattered, the crows fly south. And isn't this the place where he was defeated by Zhou Yu? See how the mountains and streams intertwine, and how darkly imposing there was Shaqo to the west and Wu Chang to the east. When Cao Cao took Jingzhou by storm and conquered Jiangling, then advanced eastward along the river, his battleships stretched for a thousand li, his army's pennons and banners filled the sky. When he offered a libation of wine on the river and lands in hand chanted his poem, he was the hero of his times. But where is he now? We are mere fishermen and woodcutters, keeping company with fish and prawns and befriending deer. We sail our skiff, frail as a leaf, and toast each other by drinking wine from a gourd. We're nothing but insects who live in this world but one day, mere specks of grain in the vastness of the ocean. I am grieved because our life is so transient, and envy the mighty river which flows on forever. I long to clasp winged fairies and roam freely, or to embrace the bright moon for all eternity. But knowing that this cannot be attained at once, I give vent to my feelings in these notes which pass with the sad breeze. Then I asked him, Have you considered the water and the moon? Water flows away, but is never lost. The moon waxes and wanes, but neither increases nor diminished. If you look at its changing aspects, the universe passes in the twinkling of an eye. But if you look at its changeless aspects, all creatures, including ourselves, are imperishable. What reason have you to envy other things? Besides, everything in this universe has its owner. And if it does not belong to me, not a tiny speck can I take. The sole exceptions are the cool breeze on the river, the bright moon over the hills. These serve as music to our ears, as color to our eyes. These we can take freely and enjoy forever. These are inexhaustible treasures supplied by the Creator and things in which we can delight together. My friend was pleased and laughed. Then we rinsed our cups and filled them with wine again. When we had finished the dishes and cups and plates lay about us in disorder, we stretched out in the boat and did not notice the coming of dawn in the east. Thank 以及轻松调频的其他节目，并随时聆听节目回放。想要查看美文阅读节目文稿，欢迎您访问网站radio.cgtn.com，找到美文阅读板块即可。
今天的节目就到这儿，我是沈听，我们明天见。